Hello, hello there. This is Stan Janewski, also known as Victor Crumb. And you are listening to Paging Mr. Potter. Paging Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. I'm not a perfect wizard. <laughs> There's many spells that I wish I could do. <laughs> so lame. And Is that um, Huber Stank? That's Huber Stank, brother. Imagine calling your band Huber Stank. <laughs> what it the was a Huber mistake, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> Fuck. I hate to be Huberstank right now. <laughs> <laughs> what a devastating blow. I'd hate to be Huberstank at any time. That's true enough. Um, Do they, are they have well, the worst band name of all time? It's right up there. It's right up there. What are some other terrible fucking band names? Hmm. Bob Dylan's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Didn't he have oh, a dope... his name like Robert Bergstein or some no, shit? No, no, it was Zimmerman. Robert Zimmerman. Zimmerman, Robert Zimmerman. It was Zimmerman. very wow, Jewy. That was racist of me. Yeah. Well, not as racist as what you said, so that's good. Um I know it's not really the um the you know, the done thing anymore on this podcast, but I was thinking maybe we could even introduce it within the first ten minutes this week. <laughs> so this is um the page of Mr. Potter podcast. Um this is a podcast where we read one page of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone every single week in its entirety. We do not skip a word. And this week we're up to page 76. Oh, my name's Andrew. Alongside me virtually are Nathan. Hello. And Reedan. Hello. But we're all in the same city for the first time in a very long time. Yeah. Um, so, page 76 this week. Now, there's a few sort of, um, I guess, orders of business which we normally we normally like to do at the beginning of the pod. So, number one, Reading will sing some stupid song and we'll normally um, play a little segment called What a Load of Hufflepuff, I think it's called. <laughs> yeah. do, do we have anything for this there song? There wasn't too much Hufflepuff with that particular song, that Huber Stank. No. Um, the the Hufflepuff's probably just the... Just the Name the of name. The band. Sometimes That's the, Hufflepuff, the Hufflepuff. The proof of the Hufflepuffs in the name. That's yeah. <laughs> in the Hufflepuff. That's pudding. just words that didn't mean anything. <laughs> nah, that's nothing. Um. Good on ya. <laughs> uh, and and then the other thing we tend to do um, early in the pod is a bit of rugby league news. Um, is that now, making a comeback this week? Look, I don't have anything that exciting for rugby league news this week. I was hoping that p- instead we could shift gears a little bit and talk about a different sport. Um, Can I usually? Sp- yeah, yeah, I actually do have a bit of rugby league news. Fuck then, absolutely. Let's play ball. To use a rugby league <laughs> term that's not a rugby league <laughs> term at all, but they have a ball in it. I saw something about uh, Sam Burgess was having a go at. Uh, is it Isaac Luke or is that a Brisbane Broncos player? Oh, yep, yep. I've seen this. He yep. was having a go at Isaac Luke for having a laugh. They got flogged by the Gold Coast Titans. Um, mm. And he was having a laugh after the game with some of the other Gold Coast, some of the opposition Gold Coast Titans players. And Sam Burgess wasn't yeah. happy about it. He was like one of the commentators. He's like, oh, they shouldn't be doing that. Ra 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 ra. And then Isaac Luke arced up the next day at Sam Burgess, being like, ra, why is he, you know, saying this shit on media? Like, ra ra. He's got my number. Like, he can he can pick up the phone and give me a call. 
But it's like, ah. why do NRL players always do this? They always get so offended when someone says something, <laughs> like any sort of criticism in the media, as though that they should like they should send them a personal message first, like, like instead of doing their job and commentating. Every single response is every single response in rugby league is so to my face. Yeah, <laughs> that's like yeah, the, run that's the whole <laughs> media strategy. <laughs> Fucking run it straight. I'm surprised you he dog. understood what Sam Burgess was saying. Have you ever heard him commentate? Oh, it's barely he's English got the what he's speaking. Biggest like. I don't know if it's like a northerner accent. I cannot understand. A yeah, I think it's a northern. He might have accent. been complimenting him for he knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they would have played together, right? If you got nice two, things to say, south. say it to my face, you dog. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like dog! Yeah, yeah. You're gonna I'm mumble straight. incoherently. Mumble to my face, <laughs> you dog. Um. Well, yeah. That. Thank. Is that the end of That's rugby news? Fantastic. Well, I'm glad we did it. Um, but there's there's another bit of, I guess, news that's rocked the sporting world recently, and it feels appropriate to, to get it out of the way before we hit the page. Um, <laughs> last week, we did a bit of a deep dive during our segment of What a Load of Huffle Stuff, actually. Hufflepuff, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> during our segment called What a Load of Hufflepuff, about a famous song by Wolfmother um, called The Joker and the Thief. Mm. Well... During the week, it's 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 you know sometimes um, tr- truth is stranger than fiction. We have had an incident with um, a Joker, Novak Djokovic, and somewhat and somewhat tenuously, somewhat tenuously a Dominic Team. It's quite kind of spelled similarly to Thief, I guess. Oh, so Joker very. and the. And Joker you and just the knew theme. last week when we talked about the song "The Joker and the Thief" that this was going to keep on happening. Um, yeah, because as we discussed, the story of the Joker and the Thief is as old as time. It's just ubiquitous, and it yeah. applies to almost every situation. <laughs> but this was quite specific to have a Joker, <laughs> yeah. Novak Djokovic. So I guess I, I imagine most people listening to this know know the story. Do you want to give a quick sort of rundown of what went on, as in the story Nathan? of the Joker and the Thief, or the, the, the story we still heard the story of the Joker and the Thief? That's what we established last week. Is that this would actually be the first proper telling of a, the Joker and the Thief because. In Wolfmother, they never get to the story. Well, The Joker and the Thief, in my opinion, is almost like an anthology series. Every <laughs> single, you know, iteration of the... Because it's archetypal, it's the It's the archetypal, the exactly. It's archetypal. So this is just the latest iteration. Right. But maybe we could go into the details of what actually happened here with this particular mm. Joker, the Novak Joker. Well, as far as I know, Novak Djokovic, who's the best tennis player in the world, he's the number one. He put on a charity tennis Sex tournament. Party. Slash, it seems, some kind of sex party, mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least a party. Um, and a lot of the high-profile tennis players went. One high-profile tennis player, Nick Kyrgios, was very critical of this event. <laughs> notably um, absent. Yeah, notably absent, um, partially because he doesn't like tennis, but partially also because um, they I seem to be flouting all the social distancing requirements. And yeah. wouldn't you know it, now they've all got COVID. <laughs> they all got coronavirus. <laughs> Is that a fair summary? Yeah, yeah and, pretty much. So and like, Novak oh, Djokovic, sorry, sorry, and the Joker, a bit of a Joker, doesn't believe in vaccines. So that's just another layer to this story. Well, that's what makes him so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so the, and, and so, this, yeah, as you said, this is all, um, you know, for charity and stuff. And so... Get Corona for charity was the event. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, apparently. I mean, it was, it was kind of like... So it was a tennis event, obviously. And, um, but there seemed to be a lot of... 
Like, as you say, they, they flattered all regulations. They were hugging each other. They were, you know, all, there's all this footage of them at clubs, mm. like, doing, like, limbo Can pole dancing and stuff. Can we talk about how lame the party looked? Yes, thank you. Heinous. <laughs> Why were they doing the limbo? These are millionaires, <laughs> people with all the money in the world that could be having the littest parties. And it's like some fucking loser Serb holding like a bar <laughs> with some like people like slowly like yeah, the grin boogie. on their face trying to go under it. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you Chuck Berry? Like what are you? Don't you think Novak Djokovic like is is such a, um, like there's a cruel irony to him because he is known as the Joker due to his name, but he is the lamest dude <laughs> he's ever. A like stone cold he's loser. So, and he's completely he's robotic as well. Like he's... <laughs> There's no actual personality there. It's almost. Well, I mean, I'm a robot, and I like a robots recognize robot, and he is a robot, dude. He's a damn robot. <laughs> but Drew, it's you really- can party. You've got some sort of um party. I got hard party drive. mode. <laughs> yeah, I got party mode installed in the latest patch. <laughs> <laughs> but another video came out today. I don't know if you guys saw it of um Zverev, the Sasha Zverev, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, he was at another today. party. And I could see, like, in the background, there's someone playing a trumpet. Um, I mean, sorry, a saxophone. But it wasn't like a, you know, like a cool jazz thing. He was playing, like, some Baker Street shit, like, party <laughs> sax. I was like... Nah, Baker Street what, what is with these people and, like, the lamest parties? I wouldn't be caught dead there. Here's the thing... The, sorry, you go, Drew. <clears throat> well, there apparently are two things. But the thing that I was going to say is that... So... I know that this was a charity event and so this seemed to be the I don't even know what it was raising money for but you know it was a charity event and so in theory that's quite a nice thing but as I said to you guys during the week wouldn't one form of charity be to not spread a deadly virus <laughs> through the entire Balkan region like that that's also that would be a charitable act as well and as you said Nathan you're one of the richest men on this planet. Just donate some money. <laughs> Did he really need to raise more funds? His, his, uh, let's look up his um, career earnings, just in prize money. Yeah, let's do that. And while you're doing that, I was just going to make a point that, and I know maybe this is going to, um, uh, you know, cause a bit of trouble with a large section of the population. But oh, good. Europeans as a whole are Fucking so lame sometimes, honestly. Dude, sometimes. Oh, very good caveat. <laughs> Look, I kind of... Oh, God, I don't know why you said that. most of their music? Most like, of their I agree music with you, terrible. obviously. <laughs> it's so Just dated. on that, Reardon. Okay, here's, here's a little song for you for um, What a Load of Hufflepuff. And we will be getting back to the how much price money you know back, Djokovic. <laughs> so don't, don't tune out just yet. Um, but speaking of uh, <laughs> European music being lame, you mm. guys know that Mumbo Italiano song? Oh, yeah. Oh, bro, of course. Goes, hey, Mumbo, Mumbo mm. Italiano. Mm. And, like, I may be ignorant here. Maybe I've mistranslated it. But to God me, forbid. that song just says, hey, dance, Italian dance. Hey, <laughs> dance. <laughs> Italian dance. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not quite as exotic when you do it. I think the song. I would love to do an English translation of it, though. Could that could like, record it? I mean, well, if we do see. have any Italian listeners, and I have to believe that we do, um, let us know if we if we made a grave error here. Um, you, yeah. <laughs> and while you do that, Rin, would anyone like to uh, Hagrid a guess as to how much prize money 
Um, Novak Djokovic has earned throughout his so career. So just prize money. Mm. Um, $120 million? $143 million. Oh Fuck, I was pretty close. That pretty is so that. much money. <laughs> you don't need to give everyone coronavirus to raise some money. If you just you donated man. a small fraction. You <laughs> <laughs> could or probably just, wipe the thing out. Stop telling people not to get a vaccine. That would that would actually the monetary value of that is probably quite significant. But also, if you're gonna do this stupid event, right? Don't like hug all the ball boys and shit like you were doing. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Because in theory, tennis seems like a sport that you could sort of social distance more yeah, so than like a contact ball sport. Boys. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the balls are the problem, apparently, because uh, you're yeah. sweating all over the balls and yep, shit. But yep, I mean, that actually makes I mean, sense. Whatever. I mean, no, I know what you mean, though. Like, you're not actually coming into contact with each other, or breathing on each but other. But it sounds like they didn't even get that far. <laughs> I mean, they were all they were all pretty much fucking each other the whole week, <laughs> from the looks of things. They're all there's all this footage of like Grigor Dimitrov and and Djokovic playing basketball together, and they're they're all over each other. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to learn that every one of them fucked. I would not be surprised <laughs> at all. I'd be a little surprised, to be honest with you. You know, actually, speaking of surprises, mm. so one of the people, obviously, obviously, Novak has 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 come under some criticism for for this whole event. Maybe not the best planning ever. Um, but one one of the, I guess, one of the nice things has been we've seen that his family are you know deeply supportive of their son, which is a, which is a nice touch. And so what they've done is they've blamed the whole thing on Dimitrov because um, apparently they their theory is that Dimitrov was already sick before the tournament mm. and then infected everyone. So I guess it's all his fault. That, that's all by the by. But <laughs> what I thought was interesting is Novak Djokovic's dad, his name is George. Now, how would, how, how, do you, how do you reckon his name's spelt? Because I reckon it's crazy. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, go, okay, if I know it's a bit different, then maybe uh, I'm talking a J-E-O-R-G-E. I gotta, I gotta just um, trust in JK here, and it's the same as George Weasley, you know, just the <laughs> traditional G O R G E. So Novak's dad is named George, spelled. I mean, even if okay, one, can you do you reckon you guys could guess the first letter? <laughs> okay, is it um, I? Is it a silent K as in night? It's D. <laughs> <laughs> so to so Novak So George Djokovic It's spelt D-J-O-R-D-J-E Djokovic Wait which maybe means Maybe that's his stage name DJ Orhe <laughs> Well I don't DJ think There's Orgy. ever been DJ Orgy <laughs> That would explain the fucking <laughs> DJ Orgy <laughs> Uh, but I don't think I've ever seen in 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 um, in in uh, sort of Latin letters the combination of DJ three times within about eight letters. George Djokovic, it's awesome. I mean, I know that sounds sort of um, very small-minded of us all, but I just think it's cool. Yeah, well, at least we didn't. Viva slam DJ Orgy before. Who do you reckon out of the tennises uh, sort of big four or five over the past year uh, fucks the least? Oh, fuck the least. Because Rafa Nadal obviously fucks the most. I don't know if that's obvious. Well, who are we including? We've got Federer. Federer's yeah. been married for 100 years to that Mirza woman. 
Dude, I reckon yeah. um, with Nadal, I don't know if he fucks the most in terms of numbers, but when he fucks, he would fuck for like six, seven hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the man boy's is got known stamina. for his stamina. <laughs> so true. And it would be. Vigorous. And by that logic, by that logic, um, Beck Hewitt, one lucky lady. <laughs> anyway, um, let's <laughs> let's move on, maybe. <laughs> Oh, actually, sorry. Just before we move on, I wanted to say because we've been we've neglected to mention this. Last week, um, we had John Grisham. This week, it's Djokovic. And guess what? They're both bang out of order. Yes, thank you, <laughs> thank you for someone finally went out and said it. The lamestream media have been beating around the bush with this, but someone's finally <laughs> taken aim and said they're bang out of order. <laughs> Proud to be that man. All right, let's get onto the page, Rin. It's your time ah, to shine, dude. We almost we almost got into the page within the first ten minutes, but um, we didn't at all. Looking at the really by my count, we're about twenty minutes in. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not twenty minutes into your podcast, that means you've cut a fair bit, <laughs> which means it was bad. It was probably racist. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, uh, guys, do you remember what happened in the, at the uh, end of page 75? Read and read and read. And if you ask stupid questions, you're going to get stupid answers. <laughs> okay. I haven't got the foggiest clue. <laughs> at the end of our page 75, they just got on board of the train, of which I don't think it has a name. Um, and there's a bit of tutor chatter between the Weasley boys about blowing up a toilet... Um, there was Percy the Prefect, the Percy uh, the yeah. Percy the Perfect Prefect, uh, who seems to be the golden child of the uh, the Weasley family. Uh, and yep. there was just a bit of banter about that. And then she just warned the kids, um, Bill and Bob, to make sure they don't <laughs> blow up a toilet. Yeah, Bill and Bob, whatever. Bill and the Flower Pop Weasley, yeah. <laughs> DJ Orge Weasley. <laughs> DJ Orgy Weasley <laughs> and Fred. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, so that was last week. Oh, and just, just, just before we get into the actual page that we're talking about sure. this week, I just wanted to make a quick apology because last week I know I was in a bit of a bad mood, and I think listening back during the week, I was, I was ashamed of myself. <laughs> I was quite rude to you, Reader, and I said that you had terrible taste. Um, which I stand by, but I shouldn't have said it. And you and, said it, you know, of time. Yeah, yeah, I know, but whatever. And and I also I was quite rude to some of the potophiles. I questioned some of their mental state. Um, didn't get a lot of correspondence this week. I don't know if there's any correlation there. Um, but I just like to make a I just like to make a formal apology. I love you, Reading. I love all the potophiles. And by golly, I I actually love this book. So let's get into it. I'd um I'm gonna try and be a lot more positive this week. And do you say? Would you say you love Designated Survivor? So page 76. <laughs> 76. All right. So they were just chatting about uh, blowing up the toilet. Then one of our uh, Bill or Bob whips back with their trademark razor sharp quick wit. Great idea though. Thanks, mum. <laughs> so she, she said, don't blow up a toilet. They said, we've never done that, but now we're bloody going to Louisa. Uh, so Dude, that's... Their jokes have been just terrible so far. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to be a bit more positive this week. I think they've been good. <laughs> I think their jokes have been very funny. So keep it up, Bob and Fred. Let's um, hear more jokes. Well, they're about to uh, rip into Ron. Old Ron's about to get a, a trademark roasting because uh, they said, nice. it's not, she said, it's not funny. Look after Ron. 
And they go, don't worry, Ikul Ronikens is safe with us. So they're, they're getting yeah, some friendly, brotherly banter. You love to see it. So what do we think of Ikul as an insult? Because I remember that stands out from last <coughs> week's page as well, because I thought it was a really quite an annoying thing to say. I hated hearing it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ikul. And so that seems to be their nickname for him. Has any have, have you ever been called an Ikul yourself? <laughs> Ikul. I've is been... an Ikul a noun or is it an adjective? Ikul. I think he's. I think they're using it as a an an adjective, and because Ronikins appears to be the um, the noun, the noun in this sentence. Ikul. Ikul. Yeah, what does that mean? Maybe. What, oh, fascinating. There's a little bit of. There's actually a fascinating through line here with some of um, Rowling's uh, you know genius like work. Because what book has she recently brought out? The, the Ikabog. <laughs> The Ickle Blog. So, the Ickle Blog. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the Ickle. So she's it's already so planting the seeds, even way back then in book one. She And now she's reaping the rewards. <laughs> well, she is, isn't she? <laughs> she's absolutely reaping the rewards. Oh my god. She's even, uh, she's even smarter than we could have ever imagined. Okay. okay, well, let's keep moving. Shut up, said Ron again. He was. Uh, <laughs> And now he's interesting. He was almost as tall as the twins already. And earlier, uh, JK in her vivid description said the twins were quite tall. So Ron, um, who's only would have been 11 or 12, uh, is a, some sort of giant man. <laughs> it's a weird gangly sort of nightmare of a man, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, well, he's clearly hit puberty very early. So I wonder if that's going to have any bearing on the book. He's going to uh, be, you know, hormones raging through his body. Um, his giant, <laughs> tall, gangly body. Hair where there wasn't hair before. Oh, my. Oh. Oh my. And I just, I don't know, we'll see, we'll, we'll, just, we'll see what happens with that. We'll see how that plays out, I guess. Um, yep. Next line of the page, please. <laughs> hey, <clears throat> hey, mommy, guess what? Guess who we just met on the Twain? And that was uh, Fred who said, uh, it turns out that it was... <laughs> He's not talking like that. Uh, no, I, no, I've read between the lines there. Um, but he tells... Long story short, he tells Louisa <laughs> that um, he's they've met Harry Potter. And she goes, how did you know it was Harry? And he says, the scar, that's how I know. And then another interesting little tidbit... Ginny. Now, you remember mm. Ginny from the earlier pages and as the younger sister. She says, yes. Oh, mum, can I go on the train and see him? Mummy, please. You've already seen Ooh. him, Ginny, and the poor boy isn't something you goggle at in a zoo. So, already... Goggle at? Isn't it ogle at? Is yeah. goggle right? <laughs> goggle is a noun. <laughs> I, I thought it was ogle, isn't it? Yeah, ogle or ogle or... It's not goggle, though, because, like we said, goggle is something you put on your face. It's not something you can do. Yeah, so, um, well, I'm trying to be positive, so let's... It's good. That's good. That's... Yep. <laughs> creative That's use of that word. Yeah. Yeah, very creative. <laughs> but isn't it's it interesting? Wrong. It's just different. <laughs> it's experimental. But just for one word. I mean, Shakespeare invented a bunch of words, famously, and she's... Invented using goggle wrong. Sometimes so authors do completely break their style and be experimental for one word and then get straight back into it. <laughs> writing a children's simple <laughs> book. It's not anyway. a bloody ad- error. There's no rules here. You can do whatever you want. If you want to <laughs> say goggle instead of ogle, be my guess. Your life. 
And interesting though, that Ginny is already sort of starting to form a connection with Harry, a man she will later sleep with. So- <laughs> <laughs> Actually, sorry, just to go back to Goggle. Yeah. Um, that is in, that's, that's, that's in speech. That's, that's Louisa Weasley that's saying that. Yes. So maybe this is actually a characterization in the Louisa is a is a bit of a of a moron or something. So obviously <laughs> obviously JK knows JK knows what the word is. She's an author. She mm-hmm. would know that ogle is the right word. But it's the kind of thing because Louisa and um um Bert, they're both the, you know, the, the the Weasley parents, they're both salt of the earth, you know, and this is sort of um And by salt of the earth, Andrew, what it seems like you're saying is um simpletons. Yeah. Well, I didn't say that, but um, yes. And 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 I don't know. What is his name? Is Louisa and what did we call him? Wesley. Wes- Louisa and Wesley. <laughs> Wesley. What other, look, you know, maybe we should go through the whole clan while we're here. So we've got Louisa and Wesley. Mm-hmm. We've got Bob and Bert. We've got... The eldest one. Is it Richard? Is there a Richard? Dick. 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 <laughs> there's Matilda. Yeah. There's, and there's Fanny May. There's Fanny May and Fosdyke. <laughs> Fosdyke. <laughs> And don't forget Hans Superdry Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> Says Andrew as he sips a beer. So, um, the Weasleys are hillbilly folk. I did not it know that. It seems like it. I well, did it not know that until like Mrs. Weasley <laughs> incorrectly used the word goggle. And that's the. <laughs> but and now that's that I think about it, it makes perfect sense. Well, this is the kind of details that you might miss if you're not going through the page one page. At, sorry, the book one page at a time. If you're not going through with the kind of forensic analytical eye that we are, you will miss these details. And the you thing, will. the thing about the Harry Potter universe is that uh, the the magical world, I guess, is th- there aren't that many jobs going around because mm. you just use magic. So yeah. the problem with that is there's a lot, a high concentration of jobs and wealth in the sort of upper percentiles, but then there's no yeah. jobs for the, the Weasley folk to actually do because everyone's just like, oh, you know, menial tasks, say uh, washing, cleaning, I'll just use magic, uh, yeah. etc. That's a fascinating take, actually. And I, th- and I wonder if, if perhaps JK, you know, she wrote these books in what, the late 90s, early 2000s? You know, she, she could kind of see, so computers existed. We had computers. And I wonder if this entire series is not in some ways a, a sort of um, analogy or almost prediction for the way that um, it was a harbinger. You know, computers, yeah, a harbinger, very well, very well done there. Uh, it's a harbinger for, for things to come and, um, you know, obviously computers and automation and these are the sort of things that we're dealing with currently in the current climate. The things that you discussed there about, mm. you know, they're, they're being, you know, the winners in this, in this, in this magical world a sort are going to win in a major magic. way. Technological magic, exactly right. Well, technology the, would seem like magic to the ancient humans. You're not wrong there. And so, <laughs> an iPad. Are you kidding me? An iPad. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you know, we live in we live currently, and 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 we currently live in such a sort of long tail existence where we we've got the likes of Amazon. It's not good enough to be, you know, the best bookseller in your town and be be a winner in that sense that everyone goes to your shop to buy books. You have to. There's only room for one winner in the entire planet now, due to globalization and due to automation and due to computers, compu- computational wizardry. We've got. <laughs> You know, purely Jeff Bezos, who now owns all the books, yeah, and now he can. <laughs> he now owns all the books. Yeah. 
He Jeff owns Son, all the books, Je- man. Jeff Bezos owning the books and consolidating his power. Um, I've got a little example uh, that I think really illustrates your point, Andrew, because um, good, good, good. I recently ordered a light bulb from Amazon. It was a fluorescent light bulb for my reading. Okay. Why are you saying light bulb like that? Because light bulb. <laughs> it was, I just want to clearly convey I had ordered a bulb. <laughs> no, a light bulb. Now, not this like was a several bulb. weeks ago. And okay. Amazon usually, you know, they they rose to the top because they're efficient and, um, you know. Brutal. Brutal and efficient. Now, yeah. <clears throat> sometime in the intervening week. No regard week, for human life. <laughs> sometime in the intervening week, I liked a tweet which said something to the effect of, fuck Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I don't know whether I hate him more because he's the ugliest person on the planet <laughs> or because he's a money hoarding crook or something like that <laughs> words to that effect now these were not my words but you just like the cut of the jib i like the cut of the jib and so i gave it a like yep several weeks later do you think i've got my bulb yet <laughs> no bulb now and what does that the... tell you <clears throat> it Why, tells I think this you is... <laughs> well, sorry you go on then <laughs> that jk rowling's horrible prediction has come to pass already we're already living in the future she predicted we're living in this nightmare broods of weasley hillbillies uh with (laughs) jeff bezos controlling all literature and knowledge and bulbs and bulbs (laughs) and a distinct lack of bulbs (laughs) it's really haunting is the lack of bulbs in this modern dystopia and And the weasleys Sorry, the, well, the Weasleys are almost the you know they they're almost the Marga folk, aren't they? I mean, they've been they've been chewed up and spat out mm. by you know some of these big corporations by the and by the society itself. They've been spat out, is what I'm saying. And you know, you look at the the, the GFC of 2008, and you say, well, okay, all of these these very crooked financial institutions who um, you know created all these very complex um, um, derivative products and things like this, so that they could essentially rot the system. And who and who lost from from that whole situation? Well, it was the it was the everyman. It was the Weasley, if you will. It was the Weasley, and it was the plight of the Weasley that that JK JK is really getting at in this book. And I imagine that as these books develop, we're only you know dare I say it, we're only seventy six pages in. As we get through these novels, I imagine that the, that the plight of the Weasley is going to become a focal point <laughs> as they start to don the old Marga hat, as they turn to some populist leader. A la Trump. I imagine that this is, and, and I don't know because I haven't read on, but I imagine this is where we're heading with this book. Well, well I think we've got our page name. It's got to be Harry Potter and the Plight of the Weasley. <laughs> and, well, and, and and don't you think Bezos looks a bit like Voldemort too? Yep. One and the and same. behaves like him. So, I mean, it's good. So let's... Um, well, Andrew, yeah. it's actually funny you bring that up because <clears throat> earlier today I was reading an article on the New York Times... I was oh, reading famous, an article in the New York news Times outlet. Um, they hate real news about how uh, Obama is about <coughs> Obama and Trump, arara, and Obama was saying Obama like hates to <laughs> like refuses to actually say Trump's name like out loud or like in speeches yeah. and stuff. And then and one of their aides suggested that they instead start referring to him as he who must not be named. And isn't that just the worst fucking shit you've ever heard? I'm not into it. Not only is that incredibly shit, 
But it's also going to be incredibly confusing because um, we need to be able to speak about uh, Voldemort clearly yeah, and freely. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't, you're muddying the waters. What if people start to think that we're talking about Donald Trump, who I would never criticize in a million years? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we're only partway through the page, so let's crack on. Uh, where the fuck were we? Right, Hell so of a digression. <laughs> I mean, anyone would say that that was a crazy rant. <laughs> <laughs> your your light bulb thing seems lifetimes ago. Bezos is a bit of a light bulb. He looks like one, don't you think? Little head, little butt, little bulb boy. Anyway. <laughs> little butt. Um, little butt, what? All right. So Ginny the Young, Ginny was uh, maybe not consciously, but on some subconscious level, uh, lusting after Harry. Um, and then she says, uh, it's really there. The scar's really there. Um, and then, uh, Louise is like, oh, I was wondering why he was alone. It sort of makes sense. He was very polite. Um, and then either Bill or Bob asks one of the stupidest fucking questions I've ever heard. He goes, "Never mind that. Do you think he remembers what you know who looks like? And it's like. That sounds like Bob to me. I don't think Bill would ask a silly question like that. No, motherfucker. He was a baby. (laughs) What? Oh, sorry. When your parents were getting murdered and your brain hadn't developed yet, did you happen to get a good glimpse? <laughs> Could you do a sketch? Also, don't they know what he looks like anyway? Is that a mystery? I don't think it was ever up. Like, everyone knows what he looks like. Yeah. He was one of the most famous people ever in that world. Do you think he remembers what Elvis Presley looks like? <laughs> Maybe not, but we know. <laughs> Fuck me. And then uh, Louisa became very stern. She said, I forbid you to ask him, Fred, not not because it's a stupid question, uh, but she said he doesn't need reminding of that on his first day at school. But I, again, I, I don't think he would remember the incident. He's only just learned about the incident. Um, anyway, we yeah. come to the end of the page. All right, keep your hair on, he says. Very rude. I, I would never speak to my lovely mother like that. Um, yeah, you can tell that his parents are not ethnic because he would have been slapped the fuck out <laughs> yeah, if he spoke yeah, like that yeah. to him. I think the Weasley brood is just so big that the younger ones just kind of raise themselves. They just... yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, Percy's almost a second father to Bob and Bill and Fred, or whatever their names are. And then a whistle sounded. And okay. it, it sort of ends on a bit of a cliffhanger there. We don't know if that is the uh, whistle of a referee. Uh, a NRL of a news. <laughs> NRL <laughs> news. Someone trying to get the attention of a dog uh, or the train, which, to be honest, odds on favourite that it's the train. But we'll have to wait and see. Fantastic. Well, what, a, what a ripper page. Really um, enjoyed that a lot. I love the pages where it's just lots of <coughs> Weasley dialogue. They're a kooky clan, aren't they? <laughs> they really are. They munch to the beat of their own drum. But the the nice thing about them is they're they they they're, they're such a close knit family, and that that's nice. <laughs> so positive this week, Andrew. I love it. Um, uh, yeah. Do we have any uh, horse shit to discuss? Or does the phoenix? I'm um, sorry. That's yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, well, um, one thing I wanted to bring up actually. I know I've already discussed um how i said that you've got terrible taste in um films reading mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but 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 there is uh there's been some correspondence this week because uh, as i said i was quite critical of designated survivor mm-hmm. and somebody was in touch i can't remember who that was i actually. think it was, it was michael again michael fogarty 
Michael Fogarty got in touch and said something about it being not that bad. Um, so thank you, Michael. I disagree with you, but um, that's that's <laughs> now, nice of you to get in touch. I haven't seen this show. I don't really know anything about it. <clears throat> but just from the name alone, isn't Harry a bit of a designated survivor? Oh! oh just no. bear with me on this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He survived a thing um, <laughs> being murdered. So that's survived, clearly. And oh, designated... Yeah. Well, it wasn't really designated. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a but fifty fifty out of made. two words, one of them's directly relevant. Um I think that's worth discussing at length. Am I <laughs> on to something? Am I have I gone crazy? <laughs> He's gone bonkers. Well maybe the potophiles can let us know whether Nathan's gone bonkers. But also another potophile who's been in touch this week, um, with regard to Reedan's taste in films is um, Potiphar Zoe, one of the um, key contributors to this pod at times um, <laughs> with some of her content. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our favourite Potiphar's, but we do love you all equally. Um, so she has come out in defence of School of Rock and Emperor's New Groove. Fuck, Fuck yes. yes! And she's also said that the bird murder that you d- spoke about last week sounded horrific. What was the bird um, murder? You, something about that the tennis courts. That was your story. When you kill oh, a bird, yeah, was killed. yeah, with the bird, how it executed in the um the the, the bird fence, the tennis fence. Um, during sort of my uh, correspondence with Zoe about School of Rock and all this stuff, I I can't. I think I worked out why I'm un- I don't like School of Rock, and it's because I am quite uncomfortable with the idea of Jack Black being in a school. <laughs> it just mate, it, there's something about it. There's something a bit off about it, well, I think. The actual no. idea behind that movie is crazy. Go on. Well, hit me, because I don't know like what it, it is. Like, it would never... Because he, he's like an imposter, and he like pretends to be a school teacher and infiltrates a school, and kind oh, of like gets the kids to do their bidding. And there is a scene at the end where they all get in his van and drive away, <laughs> and the parents are terrified. And we're supposed to be rooting for Jack Black now. I've said that I love this movie, and I stand by it. Um... <laughs> But to flesh out your point, Andrew, I think your concerns are quite valid. Yes, is seems like it. There are some definite questions. Is uh, Jack Black in this movie a, a potophile? <laughs> <laughs> it's always worth asking that. Um, I was just going to say, call me absolutely crazy here. Call me I crazy if you must. But the Emperor's new groove, sort mm. of reminiscent of Harry Potter. <laughs> Because I mean, I haven't seen it, so you'll need to explain that to me. <laughs> well, Emperor? Okay, no Emperor in Harry Potter. <laughs> new? He's new to the school Hogwarts. I mean, totally. the, isn't that the whole point? Yeah. And <laughs> as for Groove... <laughs> the whole point? <laughs> as for Groove, who's to say too early? But, I mean, one out of three words, I think You're that's not wrong. pretty strong <laughs> Well, Nathan, I mean, I, 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 I have to bring your attention then. School of Rock... School. <laughs> um, sorry, what's Hogwarts? If not a I school, I believe that's a school. <laughs> and who freaking rocks? Harry Potter. Probably, probably Harry Potter. And the I philosopher's reckon. stones are rock. So, so I mean, that one's that's almost too similar. <laughs> um, and in Emperor's New Groove, David Spade uh, is the main voice of. Uh, is he? Of, of, well, if of, I'd known that, Emperor I would have watched it. And he's in Just Shoot Me. Which is a good show. Which is a good to show. To be fair. Where he plays that weird... What's his name in that show? I used to watch that all the time. Oh, that, that oh. weird little perv. It, 
Yeah, his name's like <laughs> his name's like Finnegan or something. He's got some stupid name. <laughs> if you know the name of David Spade's character in Just Shoot Me, let us know because we're not going to Google it. I will it. not be writing. I will not be looking that up. So please get in touch. It sounds like we've got our Dumble Do for the week, which is watch Just Shoot Me, <laughs> um, <laughs> a show that no one's thought of in ten years. <laughs> yeah, that show for a show that had let's see how many seasons. Seven seasons has had absolutely no lasting cultural impact, has it? Or, 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 <laughs> no. or, or, or sort of memory in, in, um, in anyone's Dude, collective memory. Speaking of like shows with long seasons, and I know I've already discussed this with you guys off the pod, mm. I cannot get past Bondi Rescue. It has had 15 seasons, guys. <laughs> 15 seasons. It's because Asians of- never stop drowning. So yeah, but for that's our not international listeners, which there are a few... Um, this is a show about literally the lifeguards at Bondi Beach, and every episode someone is dying at Bondi Beach. Mostly it's just Asians. literally, yeah, they are mostly Asian, but it's like it's just like how that means there are people in this country who tune in every week for fifteen years to watch somebody get hit by a wave. <laughs> like, what? How is that getting made? Dude, I mean, there's there's some incredible artistic minds in this country, and we're churning this shit out every week, and people are lapping it up. Okay, guess what? It's ra- it's Google Google's rating of it. Guess how many percentage of users like the show? Bondo Rescue. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Guess I couldn't even uh, Hagrid a guess. I, co- I simply couldn't Hagrid one. Ninety eight percent. No, that's I, ridiculous. I wager that's the highest of any. Name what's one of the most critically acclaimed TV shows? The, the Sopranos. Okay, you know what it could be, Reading. I've got a theory on this one. You've already mentioned the fact that a lot of the people who are being saved during um, Bondi Rescue are of of Oriental descent, and I can say that as a proud man of Oriental descent myself. Um, I wonder if. They are as a as a whole race, China that is. They're so thankful <laughs> for the work that the Bondi people are doing. You know, they're saving them from the waves, from 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 certain death, from certain death, <laughs> and they're saving them um, in a selfless act. I wonder if the, you know the whole People's Republic of China haven't haven't just rallied behind <laughs> Bondi Rescue, gone on Google reviews and said yes, 100%. Because if that show wasn't such a raging success, they could defund the Lifesavers themselves. I mean... You're not wrong. In the same way that RBT does such great work for the police, we love the police. Oh, we love the police. And no one would say a word against them. <laughs> not here, not anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, like that hashtag that's going around? ACAB. I, I agree. All cops are brilliant. And let's, <laughs> let's, let's celebrate them. <laughs> With for arresting people for having a beer. I mean, it's great. Um, the thing is about... And that Australian TV is 95% um, just people at work. But, and not even like... <laughs> not, not a mockumentary like The Office. Just literally like people at work. It's like Border Security, RBT, um, Bondi Rescue. I was watching one... Uh, like actually this week, I just turned on the TV in the afternoon. It was just called Driver's Test. And would you believe it? It's just people doing a driver's <laughs> test. It's not a show. I don't get it. <laughs> but it appeals to a broad audience because I guess I have a job. You guys have jobs. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I can really so- relate to the fact that they have jobs. <clears throat> it's the kind of thing that the Weasleys would get behind. Soul to the earth. <laughs> I reckon they would love a bit of Vince Colosimo on um, what 
you know, what that show is, where's the drugs in your bag or whatever. Where's the drugs in your bag? <laughs> well, I couldn't remember what that show is called. Have we finished the page? <laughs> I, I don't honestly know. can't remember. Did we start doing a new thing or did we? are we still on the uh, Yeah, page? where are we? What are we talking about? <laughs> I have no idea what, what we're talking about. What started this? I don't know. Write in if you can remember <laughs> what the fuck we were talking about five minutes ago. What? Um, okay. We need to stop telling everyone to write in all the time. <laughs> it's just a really easy way to move on. But by the time they write in, we won't care. <laughs> yeah, but it allows us to move on. Um, so, okay, fine. I've got a segment. Um, yep. Time for a segment which we haven't done in a little while. Um, it's time for Engranged Species. Oh, wow. We haven't done this. So How does it work again? Look, I don't know I have no idea <laughs> Right in if I you know how this segment goes <laughs> I'm going to be honest I've just got some fact Could you do it for old time Snape? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Let's do Engranged Species for old time Snape um, So A bit of a quiz for you mm. Both of you have to guess um, This is going to be like The price, of, price is right So you've got to guess Whoever's closest without going over Wins my approval. So, how many native animals do you think are killed every night oh, in this, this country this by feral cats? By feral cats. How many animals? Uh, well, okay, native uh, animals are killed count? every night by feral cats. What does that include? Bull ants if they step on one? No, I don't think so. I think it's like I think it's like <laughs> who would be keeping track of that? Ridden? Someone? <laughs> a cat stepping on a bull ant? <laughs> I suspect that's not included in the tally. Okay. Um, all right. I've definitely heard feral cats killing stuff um, outside my house before. Yeah, they do a lot of it. Um, and you've got to remember every cat is also a wizard like McGonagall. <laughs> potentially, yeah. Potentially, <coughs> definitely. Like Lambshanks. She's a cat. Exactly. Hermione's cat, Lambshanks. Um, all right. So... Across all of Australia, yeah, I think we we'd be talking the the thousands. Yeah, every night. Every which, night, which seems like an insane amount, but no, I, I feel like we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't big. It's seven hundred eighty-six, I think, from memory. Okay, I'm gonna say two thousand and twenty. That's just the year. <laughs> that is the year. <laughs> that, that's just the year. Well, Nathan wins. Um, you're both off by quite a bit. So, 786 and 2020. The answer is 75 million every single night. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what? not correct. correct. Andrew, that's, dude, they're counting ants, brother. They're counting ants they're for not, sure dude. in they're that not, number. Dude. <clears throat> it's not 75 million, Can that possibly million, be right? It's true, man. Dude, that's false. Well, it's true, so. It could, How it, did you not- find this out? Well, my granddad told me, and I thought he was like drunk or something so i ignored him but then i thought of it this week and i looked it up and it's true there's like a full study into it there's that not is... there's not 75 million ants let alone this has nothing to do with ants that is how do we have any animals left how how would they count that who's got those they kill so they literally kill billions every year it's fucking insane but maybe like i'm sorry but if there's Billions of native animals. Maybe that's too many. That seems way too much. Okay. Well, that's also a good point then. Maybe you can write into the people that made this study with with your finding. That uh, is, well, I reckon it's actually fine because there's too many animals. I think based on nothing. 
<clears throat> yeah, make sure be, be sure to mention the ants. <laughs> like apparently, even domestic cats kill like eighty animals in their in their lifetime, and those are ones that like just hang out at home. <laughs> what? Apparently. Anyway. Okay, guys, sometimes I like to just cruise on Quora, the number three question answer site on the internet. Um, and you love just that shit. type in Harry Potter and sort of see what comes up. Just see if I can help out with some questions. Obviously, I've got a very deep knowledge now of Harry Potter. Um, oh, the fans will be familiar with this segment. Uh, okay, so here's a, and so what basically what we do, I'd say a question and we try to help, help out with a bit of an answer. So this one comes... It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. <laughs> it's never more complex than that. Okay, so this question comes from Nathan Beard, who studied real-world <laughs> magical... Oh, that shit, that reminds me. I forgot to um, fucking cancel my stupid wizarding school subscription. <laughs> so I've, I've now paid three months... And they're $35 each, so I've almost paid like $100 for this med- this school. And they won't even give me my fucking um, my login to get... Because you know how... Every- and I was telling you guys when I... Oh, for anyone that hasn't caught up, we found this uh, mag- online magical school that I signed up for. Dude. None of the other- Everyone said that we were going to sign up for it, but I was the only one that did. Um, and then I forgot about it. And when- But when you log into the online portal... You basically need a new login for every single section. Like, it's infuriating. It's the worst designed site ever. And they never got back mm. to me with any of my other logins. They just gave me one initial login and cut off all correspondence. And I've <laughs> sunk like $99 down the drain. Oh but my they seem God. to be quite on the ball in terms of um, the direct deposits. Yeah, they haven't missed one yet. Can you at least do some and get back to us? No, I can't because I can't get into any of them. <laughs> So it literally is just a scam. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Um, but what was this pointless segment you're doing? Nathan, Let's not get sidetracked. Nathan Beard. And he asks, in Harry Potter, why don't wizards explore space? <laughs> I mean... They certainly do astronomy. It's a whole five to seven year course at Hogwarts. This is his writing. Um, and there's a yeah, whole sub-department dedicated to space research in the Department of Mysteries. So there really is no reason to automatically assume that some wizards haven't at the very least explored bits of our solar system with magic. Maybe some but have... You made the assumption, Nathan. Yeah, he, we didn't he say that. that. Not, no one assumed that. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, like, in a Sherlock Holmes mystery, you wouldn't expect to hear anything about NASA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, it's just not what the book's about. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> But, I mean, read on, Nathan. Beard. <laughs> and the ba 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 Maybe some have even surreptitiously been part of a muggle space program. Just because wizards are largely a separate secret society and because a few wizards disdain muggles and mu- muggle tech doesn't mean that all wizards are unfamiliar with or are incapable of working with muggle technology. And again, no one suggested <laughs> that they weren't. <laughs> Nathan. Beard. It's I a- mean, like... Uh, uh, I, I don't think in any of the books they mentioned video games. Mm. Probably exist. Probably have them. Which wasn't pertinent. <laughs> Didn't need to mention it. I hate how people will. They're always like um, theorizing about like, oh, maybe, maybe in the in the Muggle world this, or maybe in the Wizard world. It's like, dude, the only thing that exists are what's on that page. <laughs> Fuck, so true, dude. <laughs> That's almost philosophical, isn't it? 
You know, has she truly created a world? Can we really fill in the blanks ourselves? I would argue no, because the <laughs> writing is so bad. And so you not- really just have to take exactly what she says. And even that, a lot of that doesn't add up. So <laughs> anything else from Nathan? What were the top answers? Non-muggle-born, this is from Will Campbell, who's a long-time Potterhead. Oh, Billy Campbell, we all know of him. He's huge. He's oh, huge yeah. in the Potterverse. He's huge in the um, the sort of space Potter universe. Non-muggle-born wizards, judging from Ron, can't even quite grasp the concept of the telephone. Harry had to teach Arthur Weasley, a grown-ass man, how to use one. <laughs> Harry says so himself to Ron when he gives him the private drive phone number, and Ron still manages to screw it up. I honestly think space travel is well beyond the average wizard. But it's not about the average wizard, is it, Will? It's about the, the best of the best, the finest minds. I mean, Wesley's a moron. We know this. We know he's a moron. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, you can't judge everyone by him. Yeah, just There's probably some bright ones out there. Yeah. <clears throat> I would hate to think... I mean, we've got people like, I don't know, who's the first moron I can think of? Let's say Bo Ryan, right? You've got Bo Ryan. Now, if everyone's to say, well, this is, this is what all people are like... Uh, you know, some alien organized, uh, some alien uh, invasion comes in, and they they see Bo Ryan, and they're looking at him, they're studying him, and they go, "Well, this is what all people are like." Of course, they're going to be like, "Well, how did they come up with the atom bomb, or how did they, how did they even tie their shoelaces?" To be perfectly frank, I mean, you know, you can't judge the entire Wizarding world purely on George Weasley or Bo Ryan. Exactly. Well said. Well, maybe we should finish the podcast. We seem to have completely run out of steam, so let's end it there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I brought Bo Ryan up, but it's a nice way to bookend the page with some rugby league bullshit at either end. So, uh, what's the garbage we have to do every week? Rate the page. Was it out of 76? Yeah. Are they getting... Is it just me or are they getting worse? They're getting worse. (laughs) They're getting worse. They're getting worse. Real shithouse this week. I don't know. We're in like the the Weasley dialogue sort of series of pages now. Yeah, it's dark. It's about yeah. like we had the Ollivander's Pedo Shop series. We had the opening the letter series. I thought oh, would never God. end. Fuck. Okay, to be honest, now that you've mentioned both of those, 40 this week? <laughs> I mean, it's a lot better than that shit. That fucking letter, that oh was God. mental. That was grim. Maybe this is fine. Yeah, 40. Works 40. for me. Title of the page. Um, Oh, wasn't it the Harry plight, Potter and the, the plight of the plight of the Bumble? What about Harry Potter and the plight of the Bumble Weasley? Nice, dude. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's some real crackpot shit. Or Beasley Weasley. Um, yep. Bumble Beasley uh, <laughs> Weasley. <laughs> the dumb, bum, <laughs> the Bumble Dumble Deasley Weasley plight of the Beasleys. Dumb. <laughs> In terms oh, of God. word of the week, well, three, two, one, Bumble, Fumble, Dumble, Deasley. And um, my Dumble don't for the week is Dumble, don't stumble when you're saying Bumble, Dumble, Bumble flight of the Bumble Feasley. And, um... And make sure you follow us on Instagram. <laughs> you gotta, you got to follow us on Instagram, guys. Oh, All right. fuck it, though. See ya.